G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. There is quite a significant event that's planned for the first week of July on the Gold Coast in Queensland. It's an event that has matured over these past few years as a way of cooperating between government, church and civil society. It's called the Jerusalem Prayer Breakfast. It's scheduled for the 3rd to the 4th of July. It's called a breakfast, but in fact it's a two-day conference. Pastor Jamie Pryor is founder of the Jerusalem Prayer Breakfast Australia. He's based in Canberra and joining us now. Jamie, welcome along to 2020. Thank you. Glad to be with you. Jamie, uh, there's an important scripture that captures the imagination of uh, everyone, whether you are a Jewish person uh, or whether you are Christian, because something significant from Psalm 122 verse 6, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, may those who love you be secure. How important is a scripture like that for Christians to appreciate? I think it's absolutely important in this era. Uh, Jerusalem is the is really the place, is the culmination of the end of times for the for Christians. Uh, that's where Jesus is coming back to Jerusalem. I know he talks about Zion and the heavenly Jerusalem, uh, which is you know where we go. We're in another expression of a heaven or where we're going. But there is that expression of Jesus coming back um, and the Mount of Olives being split in two. Um, and if you see Jerusalem, it's all sort of, uh, it's you can see it all. It's obvious these are all physical places rather than sometimes we almost read these things maybe as metaphors. So it's a real place. And um, the east gate of the temple is uh, right there and you can see it. And Jesus says he's going to come there. So so at end times, Jerusalem's critical. So Jerusalem, critical. It is geographically still the centre. There's so much revolves around Jerusalem and the Jewish people, still the people of God. And so as Christians, uh, we actually get some bearings, some markers from what happens to the Jewish people. So you've got the Jerusalem Prayer Breakfast coming up 3rd and 4th of July. Now, it's called a breakfast, but it's actually a two-day conference. Uh, fill us in here. How does that work, Jamie? Yes, this is, it's um, certainly this is quite common, like the prayer breakfast in the United States and other places in the world um, will often be gatherings of more than just the single breakfast. Uh, in our case, we're having a whole lot of seminars of understanding Israel from all sorts of um, both spiritual, uh, economic, um, geographical, historical, legal, uh, and sort of people contributing. So it's, a, uh, it's, it's quite a unique, the range of people coming uh, from nations around the world. It's not just Australians running this. Um, is you know gives a really depth of insight. Uh, we also have a friend's dinner at night of the, um, this is on the 4th, uh, which is a chance just to sort of share more informally, and that's always a very lovely time. And we've got a uh, prayer and worship concert uh, beforehand on the 3rd, 
and so and there is some official uh, events for dignitaries as well on the third. So they've so, been they've been having the Jerusalem prayer breakfast in Jerusalem for a long time, and is this a common thing that nations are having their own Jerusalem prayer breakfast focus? And you picked up on that, and uh, you started the event on the Gold Coast. Yes, um, the, the Jerusalem Prayer Breakfast movement, this is the seventh year it's been going on. Um, and it, I'll just a quick bit of history uh, for listeners. But it, it came out of um, a group called the Christian Allies Caucus in the Knesset, which is Israel's government, like our parliament. And uh, basically, the government said, we need to relate to Christians. Uh, we have a commonality and uh, we found that, uh, especially in recent times, many Christians are supportive and understanding of Israel. And so that they gave the um, approval to run the first prayer breakfast. And uh, I, I'm just starting at the beginning here a little bit. But just to give you a background of it, uh, the delegates of the first uh, prayer breakfast were actually invited um, to the former president, Reuben Riblin, his own house to come and participate. So this has actually come from the highest levels of Israeli government, uh, the roots of this. And it's a prayer movement. Uh, You've got people from government, the church and civil society. In fact, the one you've got coming up, 3rd and 4th of July, it's actually being hosted by the mayor of the Gold Coast, Tom Tate, uh, who clearly has a soft spot here for these sorts of relations. Yes. Well, he actually has a sister city in Israel, the Gold Coast, uh, Netanya, which I've actually been to, which is a a beachy sort of city um, in Israel. They've got some beautiful beach areas in Israel. So there is actually a natural connection that I don't know how many years they've had that relationship, but for quite some time. And people are coming to Australia, you say, from other nations. And I imagine that's more South Pacific nations or are they coming from all over the world? Yeah, um, both and, both and. Uh, we have made a point, one of the reasons we wanted to go to the Gold Coast, it was a far more convenient place uh, for um, people and leaders from South Pacific nations to come. And so we already know we've got government of officials, not officials, but parliamentarians um, from a number of the Pacific nations are coming. Um, some will still probably come in, but we have quite a number already. Importantly, uh, how has the uptake of support from this been uh, amongst the leaders of the Jewish community? Well, that's that's actually that's actually it's a really good question, and it's actually been quite remarkable because uh, we hosted the last one in Canberra, and uh, we had uh, quite a number of the actual leaders of the Jewish community participate with us, and uh, that. I'm told internationally that was almost unprecedented, the level of working together. And one of my um, uh, peers that's working with me on this, uh, Jane O'Neill, has had a particular role of connection there. And so we really seek to honour the the Jewish leaders in the nation, and there will be a number that join us in the Gold Coast. And Jamie, interesting, isn't it, that a verse of Scripture can be so uniting and so powerful, and we were reflecting on, you know, praying for the peace of Jerusalem, 
that's yes. something that seems to strike a chord with the Jewish people as much as it does for the Christians. Oh, absolutely. Um, the, the, Jew, the Jewish people, I mean, just have to remember that, I mean, they're still looking for the Messiah, the return of the Messiah. And they see Jerusalem as central to that. And that's a common ground between Jewish people and Christians. Uh, we just say to Jewish people that we're looking for the second coming of the Messiah and they're looking for the first coming of the Messiah. Uh, but that's still the Messiah to come back. They are looking for the Messiah to come back. Now, obviously, Jerusalem has a, a whole lot of tension around it as well. And, you know, Israel governmentally, politically has to, is living with that and seeking to, you know, work through those things. And, you know, that's that's a difficult matter. So you've got government involved. Uh, how do you keep it from becoming politicised? Is it a political event or is there some way in which you uh, you actually uh, can traverse some of those things that, that somehow or other turn things political? Yeah, but, yeah no, again, another good question. We try to keep away um, from it being a political event because um, even Christians will have various political views. Um, what we do seek to do, though, is help to inform people about understanding a lot more about Israel and what the country is because many people who hold these views have never been there or haven't actually seen things firsthand. And it's always when you hear stories and things firsthand, you, you get a better appreciation of the country. Uh, so... Uh, we deliberately avoid um, political speeches. You're not going to find that at the prayer breakfast, uh, where politicians standing up and expressing a political point. But you will, what you will find um, is they uh, would seek both um, praying for the peace of Jerusalem, which we talked about, um, but uh, you know, advancing some truth about Israel and understanding its unique contributions and leadership as a blessing to other nations. And Israel is quite remarkable in its terms of its research and development. Um, like globally, uh, it punches way above its weight um, in areas, um, areas such as working in desert arid areas, um, bringing water and uh, growing things where you think it's impossible uh, to grow things. There's, you know, there's all sorts of different areas that uh, the nation makes a contribution to other nations. So, you know, at that sort of level, we're very glad to um, tell pe let people know a little bit of some of those stories. So it's a two-day conference. You do have a breakfast. You've got a dinner. You mentioned there are performances, even a concert. But yeah. I imagine that given that the overall uh, perspective is about creating constructive dialogue, are there times in all of that uh, where networking happens and where people talk, uh, where, as you say, you know, you advance some truths, uh, biblical truths, I'm assuming here, but this constructive yeah. dialogue, that's an important element. Oh, absolutely, and that's, it's one of the reasons you... You enjoy over breakfasts and dinners and, you know, times to after nice afternoon tea and various things. So there are um, opportunities for people to relate. I mean, we do it all round and round tables rather than, um, you know, all these events rather than just the auditorium of listening to someone up at front. So that's certainly an important part of it. I would say that, our you know, our objective really is the prayer. Um, and that's that's a key thing. We're just uh, keen for people not not 
to know, not just know about Israel, although that's important, but really to pray uh, for the nation because, as you'll be aware, there's certainly tensions at this time in the nation right now. There are tensions, and when you have dialogue, when you have communication, those tensions can be eased uh, significantly. It's called the Jerusalem Prayer Breakfast Australia, and our guest, Pastor Jamie Pryor, is founder of the Jerusalem Prayer Breakfast Australia. He's based in Canberra, but the breakfast is coming up, the two-day event, the 3rd and 4th of July, on the Gold Coast in Queensland. There's a website where you can get more details and how you can be a part of the Jerusalem Prayer Breakfast. It's jpbaustralia.com. That stands for Jerusalem Prayer Breakfast, jpbaustralia.com. Pastor Jamie Pryor, thanks so much for sharing your insights and your heart with us today on 2020. It's been my pleasure. Thank you very much, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.